Trail Podcast, episode 15. Yes. <laughs> uh, on deck today uh, is your hosts, Alex and Craig. Woop woop. Uh, yeah. How you doing, Craig? Uh, you know, uh, the gremlins got, in, gremlins got into my furnace. It got a little cold for a few. Had the tech priest come over and excise yeah. the scrap code from your Well, purchase. I helped the tech priest to a degree, but we got it, we got it fixed and it's working now. You know, we prayed to the Amasire. Yep. It's working now. Right on. Do you have just now. Alexa on like constant psalm code down there? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like just, she is just praying away to the Omnisire down there. Like, sweet. <laughs> he should be happy. We should have appeased him by now. Right on. <laughs> uh, sweet. Uh, cool. So, uh, how are you? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. Um, pseudo on vacation um pseudo on vacation. yeah i'm technically on vacation but they keep pulling me out of retirement <laughs> um they keep pulling you back yeah uh which is fine but um yeah other than that um uh, just fucking a lot of work training the dog and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um just slowing me down a little bit but i'm still making good hobby headway mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um yeah, I don't know. So um, before we get into that, though, uh, just a quick rundown on agenda for tonight. Um, okay. We're going to do some hobby progress. Um, we get a guy in town. He, just, he doesn't want a listener list, but he kind of wants like a pros and cons slash debate around Hammerfall Strike Force versus Orbital Assault, and which one he should go with for his um, Imperial Fist. Because mm-hmm. uh, he's doing a new army, and he just kind of wants to shake things up in Edmonton. Doesn't doesn't want to do more of the same, which is, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Yep. Um, and then, uh, if we get some time, we might, might do like a war story or something. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe we'll make that like a segment or something. And then other okay. people can send in their war stories if they want, they want them read out. Yeah. Um, yeah, that actually, that wouldn't be too bad. And then, um, and then I, I've managed to dig up some pretty, pretty heavy rumors for 2021. I just, I just want to say that these rumors that Alex is talking about, even I don't know. So I'm going to be hearing yeah. it. <laughs> I'm going to reveal tonight. it live. Um, I told one person because I had to tell somebody and we had to delay the, the podcast. Oh. Um, <laughs> so, so you've already, but someone else already knows. I've sworn him to secrecy. I had to tell somebody. I was excited. Well, I, and also, I, I, I needed to not forget about them because I didn't write them down. I think I know who it is, but. Why don't you take a guess? It's Ryan. No, it's not. Oh. I haven't told Ryan. Darren? No, Darren, no, no, right no, sorry, buddy. <laughs> right on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm going to be guessing. <laughs> Last episode before the hobby sabbatical. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, sabbatical's going pretty well. We've got we got a number of entries now. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, some ambitious, some some not so. Um, hey, but that's okay. Hobby at your own pace. Yeah, exactly. Right. I don't. You know, it's like there's a meme where there's like. Um, a golden retriever walking through mud and like a dashend or something. <laughs> and then the golden retriever is like, man, it's not that deep. And that's why I didn't put like a minimum or a maximum on your yeah. on the hobby pledge for the hobby sabbatical, right? Just do what you, what you want to get done and what you think you can get done. Yeah. Um, I'm a psycho and I don't know, maybe I'll make it. Maybe I won't. <laughs> I can't find my fucking grab guns. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm looking pretty good. I just need to do some weathering few detail yeah, work. Yeah, but I feel like you softballed yourself in. You know at what speed that you hobby at. <laughs> well, at the same time, I don't have a whole lot stockpiled to do right that's, now. That's fair. 
That's fair. So I didn't have anything ambitious. The most ambitious thing I had was that glaive. Could have um, rebased my entire Raven Guard army. <laughs> Again? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, no, you're I, on your second... I haven't rebased it a second time. I did a different base for Gareth Arendi. Okay. Um, and I don't know. I might rebase him maybe. Just paint over it, change it. I haven't decided. Because um, I want him to look Istvanian but I'm worried that maybe they won't look good enough. Maybe I'll try like one with the CK studios uh, or not the CK studios, the cult of paint way of doing it, which is mm-hmm. like fucking hobby powder mm-hmm. uh, like pigment, weathering pigment. And then I'll just do that while they're already on the base. And maybe that'll just fucking make it fast. Cause I hate doing bases. I don't know. That's my bane of my existence. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm pretty, all I... zone mortalis ones on my hobby sabbatical. I, I, I'm pretty min- minimalistic when it comes to my bases. Cause I hate doing them too. Yeah. Like some, like I see some guys, their bases are so, you know, real masterpieces. I'm just like, where's the bare minimum? What do I need to do here? What's the fastest thing I can do to, to get these on the on the tabletop? Yeah, yeah. Like uh, my Mechanicum ones look good, but they're kind of labor intensive. Mm-hmm. Um, and I still don't think they look as good as even just like that Cult of Paint way of doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was, that looks really cool. So um, we'll see. Uh, I'm I'm torn because i did want to use my hobby sabbatical stuff as a way to like work into my raven guard sometimes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um but maybe we'll just leave them totally separate okay base them all on zone mortalis basis because i can do those quick and dirty and fast mm-hmm. um and uh yeah i don't know we'll see We'll see what that is. If anyone can guess what my hobby sabbatical pledge is, like what army it is, and if you know, it obviously doesn't count. Um, send me send me a, a DM on Instagram, and if you get it right, I'll give you an extra entry into the draw. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. I like that. One. <laughs> Speaking of bases, just yeah. before we started recording tonight, I was actually looking at bases for my 2021 army, which was what. My Emperor's Children. Emperor's Children, yeah. Yeah, I mean, because I've used resin bases before, so I was on uh, an old favorite of mine, dragonforge.com. Yep. Just trying to figure out what would be... See, I don't know if I... I don't know what what time frame I want to do the Emperor's Children. Do I go for Istvan 3, Istvan 5? Do I go for later on? Do I go for Siege of Terra? Like, I don't know where I'm putting these guys yet. Yeah. Um. Have you seen Unreal Wargaming Studios? Their bases? No. I'm going to send it to you so your mind gets blown. Blow your mind hole. I'm thinking about when I finally get around to doing my um, my uh, Blood Angels. I'm mm-hmm. thinking about getting some of these and using the Trench Warfare bases for them. Um I'm just looking at them now. And you know what? I might actually, maybe I'll swap my Mechanicum over to these bases too. Because oh, yeah. you can get, I mean, they're expensive, but like there's a couple of, there's two different knight bases, which is perfect because I have two different knights. Ooh, wow. And then um, there's. Uh, well, these are ambitious bases. Yeah. And then there's like every other size that I would need. Like bases, mm-hmm, 50s. Uh, 60 ovals, um, 60 millimeter. Uh, yeah, there we go. There's one that's like an appropriate size. So I don't know. Actually, you know what? Even if I just worked them in, 
even if I just worked a couple of them in in and around and through my Mechanicum, it would talk mm -hmm. close enough because the rest of it's just kind of rubble and shit. Yeah. That would save me money too. Um, I like these ones. Yeah. Uh, yeah, these ones are really good. We'll put these in the show notes. Yeah, yeah. I'm just looking uh, at the Crystal Wasteland. The Crystal Wasteland? Give me a quick, yeah. let me take a quick peek. Quick peek. Um, shop. Crystal Wasteland. Oh yeah, yeah. Those ones are pretty cool. Yeah. Um, what else? What other ones do they have here? Rocky Landscape, Titan Wars. Fuck, maybe that's what I need. Is Titan Wars. Um, oh yeah. Just because I hate pacing, and Titanicus bases are big. I also just don't love painting Titanicus in general. Yeah, we've talked about that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, actually, um, I want you to take a look at these ones. I like the Urban Rubble ones, too. There's another um, set of bases. rebase my entire Raven Guard on Urban Rubble basis. Doesn't really, really make much sense, but... Um, <clears throat> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, unrealwargamingstudios.co.uk. Um new resin bases there are crispy i just sent you one uh micro art studio oh yeah use them before bases before i've used them for infinity mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah they have they had a pretty strong partnership with the guys who do infinity um yeah, they did for quite some time yeah they're good um well, I've, I've had the these temple the oh temple. those were your um thousand suns were on those ones no my dark my dark angels my like fourth edition oh, dark okay. angels like i originally bought in the basis for a thousand sons army i was doing back in fourth edition i didn't and go ahead. That long. no 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 and uh i was like the new dark angels codex dropped and i was like ooh shiny and they did a whole dark angels army on these temple bases nice <laughs> we'll add them to the show notes so you guys can take a look they're 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 great bases yeah they're pretty good too um i personally like the unreal wargaming ones because they look like bases that i've made before mm -hmm, maybe mm -hmm. i just fucking need to learn how to resin cast um mm. uh maybe that's maybe that's the secret maybe uh, that's what we need to do yeah a little, a little thing we need to a, a little venture we need to take into into 2021 yeah well because i mean i've got a bunch of like bases like pre-made bases for mm -hmm. like the space wolves that i've pre-made out of like cork and shit yeah yeah um I don't know. Those ones are going to stay lovingly handcrafted, but um, if I could just make, you know, say 10 different rubble bases and then just mm. resin cast them at a time, probably be cheaper than, um, I don't know. But then I got to buy all this stuff to resin cast. Then I got to learn. I'm probably never going to do that. Who are we fucking kidding? I'm just going <laughs> to buy these bases. Um, I mean, 10 of them are a good price. They're like nine, like nine fifty pound. So 18 bucks. Yeah. Nine fifty quid, I think is the right way to say that. Nah, yeah, 950 quid. Yep. Um, I don't know. Some Brit will send me an angry email. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get we'll get an angry email. Yeah. Don't blame me, man. I'm just in the colonies. It's not my fault. Um Oh, uh Jackson Chin sent us an email. He loved our list. He said awesome. he did consider a heavy destroyer slash sky seekers, but I think the Falcon's claws work better. I also find the command squad fitting for a small cadre of Trader White Scars officers. Very fluffy regards. You're welcome, Jackson. Thank you very happy much. Happy I could help. We're happy. Um, yeah. 
it's um, what I love to do. It's help. Uh, right on. Cool. Uh, yeah, hobby progress. Um, what else have you been up to? Just the glaive or? Just the glaive. Well, hobby-wise, just the glaive. Yeah. Um, I've been playing, playing cyberpunk. Of... No. You're waiting? Going to wait for yeah. the patches? I'm waiting. I'm waiting until it's uh, not so buggy. I don't, I don't know. want. I, I I think the bugs would be awesome. Like I used to laugh my ass off playing like Witcher Three when it came out. <laughs> oh, like, I come out of my building. Like I'd come out of like the herbalist building and just yeah. like the fuck is my horse on the roof and like I can't get it down. <laughs> well, I've seen. I've I, there was one a buddy game? sent me. The guy was driving on a motorcycle or a car. He was in a car and he's on the highway and all of a sudden you can see like the 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 ground coming up through the freeway yeah and it's like dirt and it's coming up and then all of a sudden the the game thinks he's below the ground shoots him like into the sky and fucking just like like shoots him like projectile (laughs) rail gun up up into the sky and then he comes down car blows up i was like okay that's fine um there's one i saw where like he gets in the car with keanu reeves Mm-hmm. And um, when they get in the car, they like turn it on, and it like falls down through the the game, <laughs> and then it like flips upside down, and then like does a full like barrel roll and lands back where it originally started. <laughs> um, and uh, I'm not sure which one's talking. Johnny, I think, is talking, and he's just like, "Something's wrong. I can feel it." <laughs> and I was just like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, motherfucker." I was like, "That's the perfect glitch." Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't like playing single player games on my computer, so I'm just kind of waiting for like whenever I get a PS5, and mm. then I'll get it on that. Um, but I'm in, I'm in no rush. Actually, I bought uh, Resident Evil 3 remake because it was on sale, and I played and beat that. Actually, I've been co-oping with a buddy of mine, Borderlands 3. Oh, yeah. And then when I wasn't playing that, I just crushed Borderlands 1 again. Nice. I have I had a roommate who loved Borderlands. I, I bought it just to, like, play with him to kind of help. Um, mm. It's just it's a game I never loved and never got into it very much. Yeah, I, I just, I've, I've been a big fan of them. I played them all. Yeah. I love Borderlands. It's a, it's, it's a thing. So some people don't like it. Some people yeah. do. Yeah, I mean, and not everything's for everybody, right? Like, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, might play some Halo over the, oh, yeah, I've been, the break I've been, as well. I've been crushing Halo with uh, my son, who's eight. We're finished. We finished one and two, so we're moving on to three. Nice. And then my buddy, who I've been playing Borderlands with, he has a seven-year-old. So four, now, you can play Halo three. The four of us are gonna PvP two versus two. Oh, over yeah. the Christmas holiday on Halo Five. Oh, nice. That's the plan. Nice. Um, I used to play the. I can't remember the game mode. Um, it looked like Tron, and it was like four v four or something. Um, mm. I used to used to like that one a lot. But yeah, I mean, me and my buddy used to be really into uh, the two v two, Halo Three. Like we played the hell out of it back then. Yeah, I, we played so much two v two. Nice. So. Nice. Yeah um yeah i've got some work done on my hobby sabbatical i've got uh three more infantry guys built Mm -hmm. um so two like squad leaders and a guy with like a shotgun um and then uh the ziphon was like already built so i have the ziphon in there i built a land speeder um i built one of them um as soon as i can find my grav guns it's done I don't, I don't know where I fucking put them. Um, 
because uh, I went for like the Chris Charon pattern of Landspeeder, which is like instead of having the multi melt on the pintle and the grav gun like worked into the hull mounted pintle at the bottom or the mm. turret, uh, the turret mounted um, grav gun, I put the multi melt on the the turret on the bottom, mm. and then um, I'm gonna have the guy holding the grav gun. Okay. Nice. And because uh, he, he, yeah, he, I was just like, man, how am I going to make this look like decent? Like the grab gun is so fucking tiny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, uh, I guess, I guess what I could have done actually, now that I'm looking, cause it's right in front of me, I guess what I could have done was like clipped a bit of the grab gun out and I could have put it on like where the little antenna thing is next to the light. But yeah. Yeah. Um, but then what's looks... the co-pilot dude? Yeah, and then the co-pilot would have been doing like the multi-multi. Like what I did was I oh, clipped yeah, yeah. the the little piece that clips onto the rail. Oh, okay. Off, and then um, I clipped a. I did slightly clip and modify a couple bits here and there on like the mounting on the bottom next to the light, and just situated hmm. the multi-multi onto that. Um, other other than that, though, it's it's built. Um, it was kind of already partially built. So I wasn't able to like add any more studs. I also did like a few more legs, a few more sets of like Mark seven legs into Mark five, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, added some studs to that. Um, what I might do actually is get a couple like Mark five shoulder pads and just add some glass beads to that or Mark seven uh, shoulder pads, add some glass beads to it. And, um, and then I can use those as well. Uh, okay. yeah. Make some studded, some studded arms. Actually, that'd look good. I think, um, I'm not going to go so far as to add like studs to the helmets and use the Mark seven helmets. I got fucking so many Mark four helmets and shit laying around. Mm-hmm. I'll just use those. Um, not that the Mark five looks bad or anything. It's a pretty intimidating helmet, but um, yeah, a couple heavy chain swords, uh, which actually like those are way more widespread than like I thought, like a lot of units, a lot of sergeants can actually take heavy mm-hmm. chain swords. I'm surprised more people don't like it's only five points. But you're striking at initiative and your strength plus two. Mm-hmm. It is two-handed, so you, like you lose the bonus the attack for attack. having the close combat weapon. But like, if you can get someone in there with like rad grenades, or like let's say they're in combat with a squad of destroyers because the destroyer can't actually take it, the destroyer sergeant can't. Mm-hmm. But let's say like you're in there with somebody who's got rad grenades, um, or like a Moritat or something is in there. Actually, mm-hmm. a Moritat I think can take it. Pretty sure Mortech could take it. That that'd be fucking deadly. Because um, then he's just going to be negating feel no pains. Like yeah, you get an armor save, but I mean, actually against shit like Mechanicum and demons, that's way more useful. Because mm-hmm. the demons are always going to hit you at initiative anyway. So at least now you have a chance at killing it instead of being like, oh, it killed me before my power fist could swing. <laughs> that's true. Um, you are right. Yeah, yeah. He can take one. Um, he can replace his close combat weapon with it. Yeah. Hmm. Um, yeah. So, I mean, like, that'd be good because then he's instant deathing Marines, negating mm-hmm. feel no pants all over the place. Um, yeah. Uh, anyways, I, I managed to get my hands on, like, one of the. The Mark IV ones look so thin and gooby. Um, and I had one Mark III one from a Mark III assault set, but then yeah. I managed to get one from, like, an assault vanguard or whatever. Um, assault Marine set from 40k. 
Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is fine because the Mark Seven arms kind of look like Mark Six anyway. So, just you know, threw threw some beads in the guy's legs and threw a Mark Four helmet on him or Mark Four chest piece, mm-hmm. and uh, I used a Templar Brethren helmet actually. Um, I just shaved the laurel off of okay, it. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then threw an Anvilus pattern power pack on him because I thought it would look cool. Yeah. I made him to be a sergeant, but now I kind of want to make him like a champion. Because he also has like the Legion Champion's shoulder guard on there with like a skull on it. Um, and you could use the heavy chain sword as a paragon blade, which would look neat. You could, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah uh, put some more work in on Fulgrim. Um, I got to fix a couple of the inside dots, but I've painted his feathers like peacocks. Peacock okay, feathers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I actually don't think I sent you a picture of that, but uh, I'll send you one real quick. Um, and then uh, I'm almost done the gold on them as well. Um, I noticed uh, one little piece of the um, cape I'm going to have to fix, which kind of sucks. But uh, Oh, and I got like his leather gloves and his um, like all the black leather parts are done up on him. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's he's coming along fairly swimmingly. Um, based out the leather turges with red leather. I haven't gotten a chance to go on them. And then all oh. the green spots are the parts that like match the wing inside of his shoulder guard, um, mm-hmm. which makes like a really sort of white gold, like an aged white gold look. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so he'll, he'll look pretty sweet when he's done. Um, but I'm not super good at freehand. So I thought I'd try it on some feathers. Um, it looked, it worked out really well. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, I got to fix the, like, dark blue dots. Like, some of them look perfect because I, I tried to make them, like, heart-shaped. And then mm-hmm. some of them just need to get, like, tweaked. But, uh, yeah. And then, actually, I've almost finished the bronze on all of my um, Return to Istvan 3 Mechanicum. Okay. Plus some extras. So uh, I don't actually have too much work left to do there. But I've kind of shelved them for the hobby sabbatical because I was trying to burn through to get them done. But, again, like, the dog and stuff just got in my way. Yeah. Um, and finishing up finishing up for the year end um kind of slowed me down a little bit too so yeah um it's been good i'm i'm excited to kind of get my head down uh i also got disney plus and so i've been watching the clone wars oh yeah but not like i'm not watching them in order because i don't really care i just want to get like the bits and pieces that i need to get or that i'm told i need to get for like the mandalorian Mandalorian. um so I have this handy little picture that just tells me like the yeah I've seen and, that one yeah it's just like this is the non this is the show without all the filler episodes. Um, I mean, if I've watched the Clone Wars through twice now, and I've started watching it through the third time, oh, yeah, it's a it starts off as a really kids oriented show, which shocks me because it's fucking so violent. It, but that's just <laughs> it. It changes. Like as it gets further into the series, and man, I'm on season a... two, and at one point, like there's like when they go to the bug planet, mm-hmm. and like this is clearly a high functioning society. They're building robots, like they're intelligent yeah. bugs, and they're just like fucking bring in the flamethrowers, and they just roast a bunch of bugs in a hive, <laughs> and then they're like, um, and then afterwards like uh ahsoka or whatever and anakin yeah. are like how many fucking bugs did you kill <laughs> it's like <laughs> yeah he's I... like he's like i killed like 54 so get get scrubbed <laughs> and then the like guy with a weird cone head is just like 
He's like, I, he's like 64. And he's like, what? And he's like, I killed 64. And he's like, so what do I win, Master Anakin? And he was just like, fuck you, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? Uh, yeah, so I mean, like, the action sequences and stuff are good. I'm, in, I'm enjoying it. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, you can tell it's, like, supposed to be a kid's show, but it's getting away with a lot. <laughs> yeah, it, it, they do push the envelope. And even that, like, season two is one thing it gets more violent later on mm. like i really like it gets darker it gets more gritty it gets it gets when they get close to the order 66 things are just they start going south and it's just it's wicked it was a good series I've, i really do enjoy it yeah i heard rebels is good too but i haven't watched that i have not watched that one <laughs> i haven't I've watched, watched a couple of them. like I'm, I'm just kind of just getting into like star wars kind of stuff now um obviously i saw it like you know the original trilogy i loved yeah and I, I watched that a bunch as a kid. That and like Indiana Jones and Godzilla movies. Same here. <laughs> Love Godzilla movies. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I've, now I'm really fighting the urge to work on like Star Wars Legion stuff um, and buy more of it. <laughs> but I got, I got to get this hobby sabbatical in. Uh, oh, and yeah. I built a direct claw actually. Oh, nice. As well, yeah. So I got, got a dread claw done. Well, I rescued a dread claw. It was mostly built, but it took me just as much time to fucking save it as it would have to build it from scratch. Mm-hmm. Um, Rough shape. It, it was it was poorly built. Um, I also, yeah, I don't know. It it was poorly built. Like a lot of fucking big globs of glue. Like a lot of spots mm-hmm. where like glue leaked out. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh man, like. I don't know. The guy I got it from like said he paid somebody to build it, and I hope he fucking didn't pay too much. Ooh. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's kind of rough. It's going to be at the back of my display boards for sure. Um, yeah, and like a decent amount of like missed mold lines and like extra pieces of like where feed went in. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, it was not not great. But so I need to build one more of those. Uh, and then I've got like three Landspeeder Proteuses on order. Mm-hmm. So uh, once those get here, I'll have I'll have it all. Nice. And uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I can start painting. So I assume I'll get to start painting it this weekend, probably. Um, well, no, it'll take. I'll start painting it before the other stuff arrives. Okay. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how that goes. Yep. Yeah, it should it should go quick for like the paint style that I'm thinking I'm gonna do. Um, I have to remember to stop fucking attaching the left pauldron though, because mm. um, I keep doing that, and I want to separate them so that way I can airbrush them, which will speed things up. But I keep gluing them on, just out of habit, because um, I normally don't change the pauldron color. I normally leave uh- it the same. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, because I'm normally doing things like you know Raven Guard or Blood Angels yeah. or Space yeah, Wolves well, or you don't want to give too much away, right? Yeah. Uh, well, fuck. I mean, there's there's lots of other you know other Marines that have different colored pauldrons. Mm. Catch me outside. Well, uh, how about that? Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't know. That doesn't fit. But anyways, um, cool. So uh, Scott Martin, um was uh looking for a little bit of a chat not not quite a listener list but he's kind of torn on how he wants to run his imperial fists 
Mm-hmm. Um, so he's not really sure if he wants to do um, uh, like Hammerfall Strike Force or Orbital Assault. Okay. Um, so just to brush up on Hammerfall Strike Force, uh, the effects are landing force. So Phalanx warder, squ- warder squads must be taken as troops in a detachment using this right of war. Teleport array. Teleport transponders may be taken by any infantry unit with the Legion of Stardis Imperial Fist special rule at 15 points for a squad, 10 points for an independent character. Blinding luminescence. Units deploying by deep strike via teleportation gain the shrouded special rule from the moment they are placed on the table until the beginning of their next player's turn. In addition, every enemy unit within 12 inches and line of sight of the deep striking unit must take a blind test the end of the phase. Uh, any vehicles taken to the army must begin the game held in reserve. This is limitations, and the army may not include a fortification detachment or an allied detachment of any kind. Um, so it's pretty good. Uh, the shrouded will help. Mm-hmm. Uh, blinding luminescence. Yeah, you'll get the odd, the odd blind. Um, which would be pretty helpful. Um, I like it. Like you could build a cool theme around it for like uh, Ran, like Ran yes. assault assault squads. Uh, yeah, Phalanx warders are good. Uh, they're a little expensive as troop choices. I don't know if he already has those built or not. Um, so that that might be something that hinders them. And then obviously orbital assault is any unit that can take a rhino must inst- or would instead take. Um, a drop pod. A drop pod. A legion drop pod as a dedicated transport. Um, and but to um, give you a little preview of my point of view, I think he should go orbital assault because he will give all of his terminators deep strike without having to buy the teleportation transponders for him. Mm. I'm just thinking. I do see your point on that one. And then you're, you're saving points and not having to buy the teleport transponders. Yeah, but also, I mean, to counter that exact point, like 15 points per squad is cheaper than 35. But then you can buy, like, you could buy tactical marines. So, like, if you just have, like, a couple calf boxes sitting around or something, mm. it's probably easier to get drop pods and put them in there. And I don't know what a phalanx water squad costs off the top oh. of my head. Um, it's definitely more than a tactical squad that's for sure yes um no i mean we talked about this off off air and i i I see your point now and as soon as you said it, it made complete sense yeah like for me i mean it depends on what theme he wants to go with but it doesn't really see he themes seems like he kind of wants um you know things a little bit more just to be different but still mm. is like worried about effectiveness so they're 255 yeah. for 10 and they come with bolt guns and boarding shields mm. um so i mean they have the boarding shields uh, which is going to help but i mean other than that they're a tactical marine with hardened armor and boarding shields and shield wall whatever that does um i don't I think it, in- I think it increases their uh, toughness Oh yeah, maybe. I'm not sure. Um. Anyways, yeah. Uh, and then can the whole squad take melta bombs? They can't. Um, the whole squad can take power axes, which is pretty good. But again, like you're going to be standing there out in the open. Yeah. So, um, I mean, if you have 
breachers or failing sport breachers are 200 points um for pretty close to the same thing pretty close uh yeah i would i would go with orbital assault yeah i th- i think i think go with orbital assault like we don't see a ton of it anyway uh no it's not common yeah and then afraid. you can still you can still take phalanx orders in that um if you want right but then if you're going a little bit terminator heavy your terminator yeah. deep strike right away so he didn't send me like he didn't really send me any list or what he's got in there but um well, I think saving the points on the teleport transponders, you're basically doing the same thing. Like mm-hmm. it's a, it seems like a win-win. Mm-hmm. That's my eyes. That's well, what and, I see. And I mean, a tactical squad's a hundred points. I think. Um. No, uh, they're pretty. One hundred twenty-five. One hundred twenty-five. What's a hundred yeah. points? Recon squad. Um. Yeah, one twenty-five. So I mean, even like. Even just between the two, the two bare bones. Actually, well, because you're adding, hang on, because you're adding the 15 point teleportation mm. transponder. I mean, that's another 30 points. So 255. That's 540 points in two units um, with the teleportation transponders, because you have to buy the teleportation yeah. transponders uh, for them. Um, I think. Do you? No, I actually I think you can deploy sure them. On, no, you mind. can you can deploy them on the ground. So I mean you don't have to take them, but you can't take them in a vehicle because any vehicle must be must begin the game in reserve. Mm. Right. So you have to have something on the table. So either you're gonna take your phalanx warder squads and just leave them in the back. Mm. Um and I don't know, I don't know how much they're gonna do at that point. And then they're very expensive squads in the back line, just kinda holding. Yeah, just kinda holding yeah, and then any infantry unit. So I mean, you're probably going to be using terminators for that anyway. You might, you know, you might throw like a veteran squad or something in there um, that will teleport in. But and then the blinding luminescence, like, yeah, it helps. But the your a lot of your guys are already going to be engaged if you drop in with drop pods. I think so, um, and particularly like just thinking to Armeta. And how like occasionally hard as balls it can be. Mm-hmm. Um, like he's gonna if he wants to say take something that Alpha strikes, he can't start a vehicle on the table. So mm-hmm. if he's worried about like surviving a whole round, like let's say he only takes two failing supporter squads because of the points, he has to deploy them on the ground. Kind of out like he'll deploy them in cover, I assume, if it's there on the table. Um, and then he has to hope that he doesn't get completely annihilated first yeah. turn. Um, like, say, if a Knight Pori is on the board, which, yeah. you know, like, you know, sometimes you'll run into those. Um, yeah, so, uh, or even just if you've got a full army deployed on the other side, like, that's enough firepower to probably there's gonna be enough wipe firepower, two squads yeah. off. Probably. Like, um, I mean, you can try hiding them in cover, but I mean... Yeah, yeah, so, like, that's my worry. Like, you're going to need more things to deploy. Like, you know, you could deploy, say, some artillery carriages and stuff. Um, the quad mortars yeah like yeah you could deploy some of those around but then like again you've got a really expensive troop that you're probably going to be laying in the back line um it's a troop that like yeah i i, I don't know 
for our particular meta, I think if you want to do something different, that's still going to be effective against what like we frequently have to fight against while mm. not coming off as like super OP. Um, if you run into somebody who's not playing that way, I think orbital assault is the way to go. Yeah. Um, cause then your terminators are still going to get to deep strike, but you're going to save the, the 15 points per terminator squad. And, um, and you know, if, if you've got an HQ and a terminator suit, you're going to save 10 points there. Um, mm. you can then use tactical squads or breacher squads or failing warrior squads but you can put them in drop pods and then you're going to get a lot more on the table uh and you're going to do it for cheaper right because if you go with this and say if he wants to try to put some meltavets mm. or something inside of a drop pod he then has to buy 115 points worth of drop pod because he's yeah. going to need anvilus um and so then you're just you're taking up more and more resources that could be going into more cool shit um so if you want if you want like a fast hard-hitting army for the imperial fist like i think i think skip hammerfall strike force even though the phalanx borders as troops is cool you can you could always run phalanx borders with bolt guns if you like the models and just run them as breachers um mm -hmm. and then drop them out of drop pods with some tactical squads as well uh and you know one or two veteran tactical squads i would probably keep it to one maybe but mm. you could do two uh and then two squads of terminators and um that's your elites taken up right because phalanx warders are fast attack mm. um so you can still like it's kind of a nice way to put like even more breachers into it like yeah. even more shields and then and then you're up close and you're up close using that fucking bolter boost that the imperial yeah fist yeah yeah, get. yeah the imperial fist get, yeah yeah so like you're deploying out of drop pods and just gunning stuff down at an incredibly good rate and then they're gonna try to charge you so you're gonna get to overwatch them um yeah i think i think orbital assault's the way to go there buddy yeah yeah um, no i think you're right Plus, I like orbital assault. It's such a very marine thing to do. Yeah, you know, you know, they they talk about it so much in the fluff, and yet the game doesn't seem to really lend itself to that orbital assault style of play. I don't. I no. I don't think that's true. I think it does. Um, I think just in Edmonton, like you know, um, Dan tried it, but he tried it with his Alpha Legion, and I don't know that that's like I don't think it's as effective for the Alpha Legion. Okay. Um, like it isn't, it isn't. I mean, you could because you can give them counterattack or uh, tank hunters mm. uh, when you're deploying. Um, but most people are using the Alpha Legion for infiltrate, so that way you can kind of get like some outflank shenanigans and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then again, I mean, I think he built it in a way that, like, while I was happy to play against it just about any time, um, I think going against kind of you know particularly some of our vehicle heavy lists mm -hmm. probably hurt him a little bit because he didn't have like uh, you know he didn't i don't think he had like a storm eagle or anything i think it was just like pure drop plods it was um yeah just and pure so, drop pods. yeah like really fluffy really cool but i don't think it lent well enough to what he was doing um because then like you know you don't have alfarius on the table necessarily round one and so you're not getting all the buffs that alfarius can give Mm. Um. So I don't necessarily think it's something that's lent it 
super well to it because i mean i'm kind of doing the same thing with the counter strike with my wolves or counter attack with my wolves but mm. um they're coming down and then they have combat shields which gives them some survivability right um if you're just alpha legionnaires or even like you know you're not having some kind of a boost for coming in yeah right like the the imperial fists have their bolter boost um the Sons of Horus have their bolter boost. Like they have their, they're, their... they're hitting on twos. Like yeah. super good. Um and that and that doesn't just go to bolters, that goes to like you could throw a Volkite Charger team in there and mm. have them drop down. Now all of a sudden it's Volkite Chargers hitting on twos, wounding on uh threes. Right. Um mm-hmm. the flagrate, like that's a nasty unit. So certain legions lend themselves to it better. Um the Blood Angels do it. Okay, I was gonna do the orbital assault for my blood angels first, but then I kind of changed how I wanted to do them because um, I wanted to take a lot more like jump units out. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Raven Guard can do it really well, um, but only because like only if you kind of fit it into the right into their right of war, which is like decapitation strikes. So then you're getting preferred enemy like if there's an independent character in there, yeah. and if you run it with Alverix Mon and Alverix Mon gets out, which kind of sucks, then he has to get out of the vehicle. Um, and then any unit deploying from a vehicle gets counterattack. So they get counterattack plus preferred enemy. So like when they're gunning with the bolters, like it's pretty good, but um, I still think things like drop assault vanguard work better in their favor mm. or um, decapitation strike with like infiltrating vehicles, I think works better. Um, Cause it gives you that survivability and it's, it's just, it comes to the fact that power armor doesn't do much in the way of saving you in no. the age of darkness. No, it or, doesn't. Yeah. If that makes sense. So right on. Um, cool. Did you have a war story that you wanted to share? Um, Oh, I know I kind of got off track, but on the the orbital assault. But Scott Martin, do orbital assault. Buy your six drop pods. Yeah. Okay. So, oof. which one? Oh, I've got I've got a few, but I have to say, and this is going way back. This is before Harrison. This was back in third edition. This is one of my favorite stories because it was. It's been twenty years since this happened, and I still remember it clear as day. Yeah. So. Back when Games Workshop was still heavily involved in um, tournaments, uh, and they were they were the ones putting on the tournaments. They were putting on their grand grand tournaments or their GTS. Uh, Calgary was one of the cities in Canada to get one of these grand these GTS. Yeah, it was an amazing event. Like they they really Games Workshop really knew how to put on an event. For I think it was about one hundred and thirty dollars. You've got two days of gaming. They fed you. They had uh, Forge World there, and this was when Forge World was still in its infancy. Like, like, the, like they were. They didn't have as many kits as they did now, and they were all sculpted, you know, by a sculptor rather than a you know CAD or whatever they used to do them now. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just it was just this amazing event. I remember I bought. I still have bits that I bought from that event twenty years ago because they they were this is back when pewter was still a thing and they had this thing where you could just buy pewter bits by weight. So I got this massive bag of uh, blood angels and dark angels shoulder pads. Like I still have pewter shoulder pads. Oh, sweet. For blood angels. 
for blood blood angels and dark angels like oh what, look they, what do they look like like do they uh, do they have like the 40k winged ones on them or like the they have the 40k wing uh the, the real simple wing i'd have to go looking for them i also have a bunch of the uh death guard ones with the x yep nice uh, and they are, work those on they're considerably smaller too like they're not something i found the resin marines are smaller though like i mean compared to a normal shoulder pad they're shorter they they do look awkward just giving you a heads up on that one but so back to the story so this was day two of the event i had i had i had met people that i still know to this day at this event um and it was day two i had taken a crimson fist army it was the first army I'd ever fully painted. I painted it solely for this event. Nice. And I'm playing against a... De- and this is really when I got my real love for Dark Angels. I was playing against a gentleman who had this beautifully painted Deathwing army. Mm-hmm. Absolutely beautifully painted. And I was 18 years old. I'm dating myself. But I was 18 years old when this event happened. And... I wasn't very good at the game. I had only been playing for about three years. I I just played with my friends. This was my first scene, first tournament scene. Yeah. And I was getting my butt handed to me. And then I played this gentleman who had this beautifully painted dark Deathwing army. And it was all Terminators with a couple Land Raiders. And I'm just like, I'm going to get my ass handed to me. It was one of the most nail-biting moments of games I've ever had. It's turn six. It's, uh, I believe it was quadrants. So you had to control the most the no, most quadrants. So the board was broken up into quadrants. You had to have units in each one of them, not contesting, contested by your opponent's units. And he had a land raider who had just scooted over into my, uh, one of my quadrants that I held. Mm-hmm. And I was like, if he holds this land raider, the game is a tie. If I get rid of this land raider, I win. I had one missile launcher left on the table. Just one. I had the rear armor. Didn't matter because it was 14 all the way around, but I had the rear armor of this land raider. I was like praying to the emperor to get this shot off. So I roll, I get my three, so I hit. And I, I can't remember how the the uh, vehicle damage chart worked back then because it's been so long but I was able to blow this Land Raider up. It's the last shot of the game. It's the fight. Like it, it was literally the last thing I could do to win this game. At the, the it, There was nothing else. After that, the game was over. Shake hands. It's over. And I yeah. blew this fucking Land Raider up with one missile. And I just remember the look on the gentleman's face. He was just like blown away. But we had had such a great game. And it really set solidified my love of tournaments from that point on because everyone i played against at this tournament was fun we had a blast it wasn't this overly competitive ultra competitive tournament scene that Mm -hmm. we've kind of seen come and go over the last 20 years uh but it, it solidified to me what a tournament could be and and i've still yet to see an event that was as intimate and as well done, and I'm not saying this isn't this isn't a shot at like 
LVO because LVO is so grand. I'm taking offense personally. Dude, dude, I you put on great event. Games Workshop had it down back then. Like we they they had we had gaming. Uh, we were gaming until midnight that night, uh, Saturday night. Like they just gave us free reign of the the convention center yeah. in this hotel. Well, look, and, I mean, if you want a game until midnight, I'll set games until midnight. <laughs> Uh, I was a bit younger <laughs> back then. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that you're no, a no, no, no. I know. I'm, I'm just, just saying. I'm like, just, I'm just making fun. Game, of like it, it was, it was, it was this. It was this might, like it was Midas touch. It just, it, it just, it got into yeah. me and it, it held on to me. It was not in any way a bad weekend. It was one of the greatest weekends I've had, gaming, ever. I've had many great gaming weekends, but that that whole weekend that and that one game specifically just it, it held such holds such a special spot in my heart because it just really kind of i think that was when i really realized just how important this game was to me and how important this community was to me and the people that were around and the people that i played against and just and just in general worldwide like we had people from all over the u.s because it was one of the first grand tournaments in north america mm-hmm. and if i looked hard enough i bet you i could still find the picture of the because they they pulled they got us all outside the last after the last game and all the awards were given out and they put, brought us all outside and they took a picture of the group of all the 40k guys together like I would I, I wish I could find that picture it used to be up on games workshops website for f- probably seven eight years nice and every so often I just go and look it up and be like ah oh, yes that was such a great weekend and I was so young and had hair back then yeah <laughs> Oh. What about you? Uh, I still have hair. Um, oh, yes, I know you still have hair. I don't. Pretty excited about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not to be a jerk, but uh, it's funny actually. There was um, this isn't a relevant war story at all. Uh, I was I was working for a company and I was down in Chicago for meetings and the, the manager of like Quebec was there mm. and. Um, I guess he had like recently started like balding at a fairly aggressive rate. Um, and uh, anyways, I was in a room with a bunch of Americans and stuff. And I stood up, said, you know, my piece or whatever. And then mm. one guy was the guy leading. It was like, can we just take a quick minute here to acknowledge the fact that this motherfucker's got the best flow in the company. <laughs> and I was just like, Oh, thanks man. Um, and he was just like, man, like how old are you? Like 25? I'm like, nah, I'm like, I'm in my thirties. And he's like, how do you still have this much hair? And I was just like, ah, you know, good, good genetics, I guess. I don't know, um, which isn't true, but um, it is for <laughs> hair, I guess. And uh, anyway, so like I sat down and then like the Quebec guy was like, yo, he's like, how do you have such good hair? And I was just like, oh, I don't know, man. And I was like, I use Nioxin every day. He's like, isn't Nioxin for like people who are balding? And I was just like, yeah. He's like, but you're not balding. And I was like, exactly. Exactly. And he was just <laughs> like, uh, he's like, I don't think you're supposed to use that every day. I was like, I've been using it every day for years. I was like, it's fine. Um, he's like, oh, maybe I'll have to try. I was like, I was like, I've never used like the, because there's like a third piece that you can use, which is kind of like Rogaine. I've never used that part. Mm. I just use the shampoo and conditioner. Um, and, uh, and I don't know, like all weekend or all week, because we were there for like a week, he just kept like, fucking prodding me on questions and like what <laughs> what can i do is like i don't know man like get some propecia or something um which is like a pill you can take for yeah, your throat. yeah yeah uh 
and I don't know. I know that that's worked really well for two of my buddies. Actually, Propecia has worked really well. I know about like I know a guy who's um, his hair was getting so thin on the side it just looked like pubes, and uh, <laughs> and I was like, maybe it's time to just shave your head. Um, and he's like, no, I just started taking this Propecia, and now he's got like a full head of hair. I mean, it doesn't rival mine, but. Um, <laughs> Like, you know, he's got maybe. the average, like, 30s adult male head of hair now. Uh, looks pretty maybe good. Maybe need to get some Propecia. Yeah, give it a go. Or, or just shave your head. I don't know. You could probably pull bald off. I can't, so. See, I, I don't I think I could. I think I'll just look like a thumb. Well, maybe with but, the yeah, but you have a beard, though, right? Yeah, maybe with the beard. I don't know. My wife doesn't want me to shave, shave my head. I've brought it up several times. She seems to be firmly against it. I don't know. Um, maybe what you need to do is just like grow a skullet and then she'll let, <laughs> and then she'll let you shave it. Well, uh, up until <laughs> last week, I was basically growing a skullet. Yeah. I hadn't had a haircut since, uh, March. And oh, I was like, just before they really? brought down that, the, uh, hammer on, uh, restrictions here. Shit. I, like I've seen you a couple times. Your hair didn't look that long. It yeah. Must I don't know. Slow. It was it, it, it obviously was growing slow, yeah, since March. Yeah, and it was I figured like, you were still getting haircuts, man. No, it was the longest I'd ever had it. Oh, dude, I've had like three or four haircuts since March. Yeah, see, I, I, well, I also don't have this luscious, thick hair that you do. I used to when I was younger. Yeah, but you also a... probably have a heart that's not going to kill you within the next like 15 years. <laughs> uh, maybe, who knows? You never know. Uh, yeah, anyways, uh, did you want to take a quick break? Uh, and then we'll come back with some rumors. Mm, the um, rumor mill. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we go. Let's take a quick break and we'll come back with the rumor mill. All right.
to the Death and Betrayal podcast. All right, Rumor Mill, you ready to have your mind hole exploded? Yeah, I'm ready for it. Okay, Blow great. my mind. Great. Uh, yeah, so this is kind of what I managed to like dig up in the rumor sphere, uh, mm-hmm. but it's coming from some, I think, some pretty reputable sources, some pretty legit spots. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, the one thing... Um, is that you know you see a lot of people complaining about this we've talked about it on the show a little bit um you know what maybe i'm gonna let that i'm gonna let that simmer i'm gonna let that build up so the first first thing is that uh, the releases are gonna move more to like quarterly okay i think um so instead of being say like kind of sporadic right now where everyone's like oh we haven't got anything in like three weeks and then you know we get a spurt where it's like we get stuff every week and then yeah. people complain you don't get anything for two weeks so um since forge world does a lot of the other specialist game stuff i think mm-hmm. this only makes sense and i'm okay with it um it would move to like quarterly releases um, okay yeah which i'm fine with it means that you'll likely get like just bigger chunks mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. stuff released instead of kind of drip fed um uh, and uh yeah so that that's kind of like the first one um so and i don't know what release order the rest of the rumor stuff is in but i assume that the q1 release the first part of it at least is going to be age of darkness version two or second edition age of darkness Uh yeah so uh, it's not moving to a system like uh ninth yeah. Um, it's going to stay, from what I've been told or what I've heard, is that it's going to stay in like the wheelhouse of what it currently is, but that we'll probably see like some tweaks to kind of fix things and balance them. So I'm personally hoping for a big revamp of the psychic phase. Yeah, that's what everyone, I think everyone's yeah. wanting to see is a revamp of the psychic phase because right now it's not good. Mm hmm. Yeah, I mean, and this is coming from a thousand use, suns player. Yeah, there's a few things that could use like tightening up, um, but uh, I, I think you know a lot of people don't want to necessarily play eighth or ninth ed. Sorry, mm-hmm. um, which which is good. Like I don't love the uh, the stratagem type thing. I, I mean, I get it, but it, it just feels like so much more that I have to know mm-hmm. um, when I'm playing a game. And for me, that that turns me off of it. Um, and, you know, I like things like vehicle siding, and it, it means that you have to be a little more strategic in, like, how you're maneuvering and what you're doing. Um, and it makes mm-hmm. sense, right? Like, vehicles are tough to pop, but I do hope that maybe vehicles get a little more resilient. Um, I don't know, maybe do something with the haywire rule. Like maybe yeah, it, maybe haywire only, needs to be fixed. Yeah, like maybe it only causes like a glancing hit on a six or something. Yeah, because right know, now it's glancing like, hit on a five and then like a pen on a six or I, I don't know. Yeah, it needs to be fixed though. Like, cause I mean that fucking hoplite and a drill bullshit needs to go away. Yeah, it needs to go away. Uh, or yeah, it needs to go away. Hey, let's face facts. Yeah, well, because I mean, ev- like, or you know what? Just like fix the hoplites and remove their shooting attack. Hmm. Like, they're spears. Make them get into close combat. Now they have to get into close combat with you. So even if they get out of the drill, they got to stand there and get shit kicked for a turn. Yeah. Gives you, gives you a chance to at least survive. Now, right now, they just get out of the drill. Oh, my Spartan's gone. Oh, my Super Heavy's gone. Oh. Yeah. You know, fuck off. Yeah, yeah. So, like, we've seen a lot of people, like, bitching and moaning um, 
I, I think we've probably also been guilty of it mm-hmm. <laughs> on numerous occasions that like, oh, there hasn't been a fact or anything in like two years. Um, and I'm guessing this is probably why. Like, why release a fact if you're going to release a whole new edition? Because yeah. I've been saying it forever, right? When when everyone chicken littles and is just like, oh, is Heresy going to go to eighth or ninth? Well, no, because Heresy is a different game. It's We're not yeah. playing you know, seventh edition or 7.5. I've said it before. We're not playing 7.5. We're playing age of darkness first edition. Yeah. Um, and it's totally different game. And yeah. So like I would welcome an age of darkness, second edition. Um, you know, my book is three years older. However, fucking, I don't know. I don't know when, (laughs) when the main rule book came out three or four years ago, maybe. Yeah. Three or four years ago. Yep. Yeah, so I'm, yeah, I mean it's it's been out for a while. Like sweet. Um so I'm 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 excited for that. That's already that's already big news. Yeah, yeah. So um the other thing that kind of tails in with that is a lot of people, especially like book one players, Emperor's Children in particular, um, you know, I've lamented about it. I think everyone who's ever mm. played Emperor's Children has lamented about it, that they're a little like left behind. Um and there's you know, they, they can't can't keep up particularly with you know little blips and things like that that have worked in like the power creep mm-hmm. so um and uh, also with the reduced amount of resources at forge world this i'm not super jazzed about but um i've heard a rumor that the black books are done okay so um so we're not gonna get a siege of terror book i i don't know i like i i don't really have details on this um maybe we'll still get books like black books every once in a while, but they'll just be like the siege of racks where it's just, you know, a campaign, like it's just a, a yeah. big fucking lore book with like some missions and stuff in it. Mm-hmm. But people are, you know, people want new rules. They want updated rules. They want rules, balances, things like that. They want new units um, to keep expanding the game. So that would be easier if they came out in like their own separate book type things. I hear you on that. That makes sense. I mean, you know, my only thing would be round it out to 10 and finish, get do the Siege of Terra. But that's just me. So my pure not... speculation on this, and mm-hmm. this is purely my own thought, is that they'll probably do like limited edition things where they'll look like a black book. Okay. Right? That would be my guess. Um, and then, yeah, like down the line, you know, I still think they'll probably like do book 10 and book 10 will be like purely campaign stuff, but the rules for things will have already come out. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. So then, you know, you're not, you don't, cause like that kills me too. Like one thing I don't particularly want to do is like bust out my book seven and carry my fucking $150 book around to tables with me. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, if I can get, um, and I assume that if they do age of darkness too, they'll, they'll update the red books. Yes. Yeah. Right? I hope. Yeah. Um, so like, you know, updated red books would come along with that, which, you know, which would probably come with updated things um, or, you know, maybe they'll bust them out and they'll be like, you know, here's X trader legions and they'll add a whole bunch of new units for us. Um, I don't know. Mm. Right. And, and again, like this is it's purely rumors. I don't fucking have anything to really substantiate this other than you know, somebody told me. Um and then I did some digging online. Uh, but yeah, the, the, yeah. So, I mean, I'm bummed about it. Like I like collecting them, <clears throat> but I, th- I think we'll still probably get stuff like that. Like we'll still probably get a book for like Siege of Terra, but mm-hmm. um, it'll be more Vrax style 
I know I'm repeating myself, but um, I just don't want you to chicken little over it. Well, I'm not um, going to. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but I hear yeah. what you're saying. I mean, like, if we move to like codex type stuff, I mean, that'll probably bring the cost of the book down a little bit, mm-hmm. right? So you're probably looking at like fifty bucks. But then, you know, you get your updated Emperor's Children and you get all these new units, um, mm. you know, or like, you know, I can get my Raven Guard book um, and or maybe they'll group them as, you know, in their their campaign sort of areas. Right. Um, you know, you'll have the first four legions slapped into one and then, you know, you'll have the Istvan five legions maybe slapped into one, like the loyalist yeah. Istvan five or something. I don't know. Again, I'm purely like this is just kind of how I would do it. Um and then slap them together. And then you can add all these new units that we know entered like late heresy, like the Raptors, for example. Yeah. Right. Or give me rules for like deliverers. And so that way I actually have like, you know, a Legion specific Terminator unit for Raven guard. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause I don't, I don't have one. Right. Or, uh, you know, adding Wolfen into the, cause we know that they kind of start to show up or like Luperkai. Yeah. I'd love to see Luperkai. Or... Um, you could toss that. Then you're you're talking about like demon primarchs. And... Yeah, yeah. Like you could see demon primarchs and stuff coming out, right? And then you're not waiting for, you're not sitting on your hands being like, man, I really want to play the Siege of Terror with my buddies, but I don't have rules for demon primarchs, mm-hmm. right? Or like Horus Ascended, or you know, I don't have rules for the Emperor, or I, I don't know, right? Um, but these are all things that could come out in quarterly releases, just like they're doing right now with Necromunda, which is like, you, know, you have your main books. But then there's like expansion books on top of that. Yeah. Right. So like you've got your gang war book or like your house of judgment or, um, you know, your book of judgment, which has like enforcer rules in it. And they add all these new campaign elements and cool shit into it. And like, I, I got to pick it up on Sunday cause I'm not going to make it there on Saturday, but like, um, Van Sare is, uh, a gang that, you know, I've been waiting for kind of their, their new stuff to come out before mm-hmm. I actually build them. I've been working on my enforcers instead. Um, but you know, in the last campaign, when I played the enforcers, I kind of felt like I was missing out on some of the gang mechanics. So like, you know, cause I can't work territory and I can't do this and I can't yeah. do that. And I was like, ah, I want that. And I've had a box of Van Sayer sitting around forever. So I'm like, perfect. I'll wait until the new releases come out for that. So those come out this weekend and you get the book of artifice and you get like some brand new units, um, you know, things that change it up and shift it. And it's like, awesome. Like, you know, Necromunda hasn't even been out that long. So that's really cool. And that I think would be way better than like the drip feed that we currently get. And then you can get that book. And if you're like, you know what? I don't like those units or I don't want to use them because I like, you know, I like playing my Raven guard at Istvan five. So I don't need Raptors, you know, or whatever, Uh, you know, or if you're like, you know what? I play, I play Loyalist Luna Wolves. Like I don't need the book. That's going to give me Looper Kai. Then you don't have to buy it Mm -hmm. because you're not going to end up using it. Right. Um, and then you're not paying for things that you're not going to need. So I think it's a positive thing. I, 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 I agree. Like you'll probably get more updates. You'll, we'll probably get balances and checks and things that, you know, we haven't gotten before. Um, so that, that would be sweet. Uh, the other thing that I've heard is um, because Forge World's getting a little chapped about like third party and community designed like Saturnine Terminators. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like, okay, clearly people want them, uh, that will get Saturnine Terminators next year, Ooh, which yes. probably means rules for Saturnine Terminators. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to see them in the heavy support slot myself. I agree with the heavy weapon on the top of them. Yeah. Two wounds, toughness five, four plus save, slow and purposeful. So basically 
uh, what are those chaos guys? The uh, obliterators. The the beginnings of obliterators. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Um, again, I, uh, I, I don't. Love I never. I haven't played against chaos in 40k and sixth or seventh, which is the last time I kind of oh. played against them. I don't know a lot of the 40k lore. I'm admittedly oh. weak. Um, it's uh, the obliterators have been a long, around for a long time, but I don't even know if they still exist. That's the thing. But yeah, no, well, I, I hear think they just got a new kit like last Did year they? or something. Yeah, or maybe. Yeah, probably. Because I think I saw somebody selling obliterators on the swap shop, and they looked insane. But yeah, like. I don't know. That's what I want to see. I'd I'd like to see all Terminators either go to Toughness 5 or 2 Wounds because I just feel like losing a Terminator to a bolt gun is so dumb. <laughs> like, well, especially when you hear the story like in the books and the lore and whatnot. Yeah. Like about how great Terminators... fucking hails of fire and they're just like... Yeah, like it's scrub. nothing. Like they're basically walking tanks yeah. and all of a sudden this bolster is taking them down. Yeah, and this guy shot him with like fucking small arms fire and he died. Like, um, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm a really good shot, and I shot you in the eyeball, but I shot three of your Terminators in the eyeballs. Yeah, yeah, three. Yeah, yeah, it bugs me. I don't know. I'm gonna, (laughs) I'm gonna try like when we can actually start like playing and stuff. I want to try like some things with Terminators, but um, at the very least, Legion specific Terminators should be two wounds, um, all of them. Yeah, I can see that. I, I think it's stupid that some are and some aren't. Yeah like oh just these random guys are like way tougher yeah uh they're in the exact same pardon me well it's the exact same suit of armor this is what i get for drinking a soda um uh, <laughs> i should have drank wine like i was gonna <laughs> and uh anyway uh yeah so i'm pretty pumped to do it saturn 9 pattern terminators probably work those bad boys into my blood angels when they come out and I'll work them into something yeah yeah so the other thing um that I think, you know, everyone out there has been like, what the fuck? Like, you know, typically when we see something on a Warhammer community article or at like an open day, we get it within three months. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, man, why haven't we gotten Saul Tarvitz? Yeah, why the and, hell we have Yeah, and I've said it multiple times. It's because I think Saul Tarvitz is plastic. And Saul Tarvitz, from what I've been told, is plastic. Oh. And the reason we haven't seen him is because they pushed it back. And they pushed it back. I'm hoping the... to put Saturnine Terminators in it, but, but I want you to like, <laughs> so I think this will probably be like a Q, Q1 release. I think uh-huh. it'll probably tie with Age of Darkness version two, maybe yeah. not, but a new plastic box set with Tarvitz. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think it really fits given the hype around return to Istvan, but uh, it's might be a repack of the RT zero one box, like an update of the RT zero one box. So, um, guessing from your lack. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. No idea what the fuck I'm talking. What you're saying, RT one version. Rogue Trader. Oh. First edition box set. Oh no way. Um, which, okay, now I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So that was. Um, I'm trying to see if I can find a picture. Yeah, so that was Mark Six Marines mm-hmm. uh, with some different, you know, weapon options and stuff. Uh, and I believe a Land Raider came in that as well, a Land Raider Proteus. Yeah. 
So we're looking at like a plastic Land Raider Proteus, possibly, and some Mark Six Marines. And then Sol Tarvitz. And I don't know who else. Um, I'm also guessing like Umbra Pattern Bolters, probably. Mm-hmm. Which I'm I'm okay with. I like Umbra Pattern. So I'm fucking really hoping this one's legit. Because then I can have a full fucking Mark VI Raven Guard Army. And that'll just be... Wah. Now, my thing is... I... And this is what I've heard. Was it, it was going to be a Rhino for the tank. And not a Land Raider. I mean, I'll be happy either maybe, way. Maybe that's why I got pushed, right? Maybe. Because uh, I, like, yeah. Um, people are already buying Rhinos. Like, there's already a plastic kit. The people who are going to buy it in plastic are already buying it in plastic, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that still sells for 40K and 30K. Um, like, I have, I have Mars pattern Rhinos for my Blood Angels. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they're sitting in boxes, but because I'm doing late war. So I'm like, yeah, it makes sense. They would be replenished with Mars pattern. Um, but if you're going back to like, you know, back to the kicker, like what's more like the land Raider is more ubiquitous than the Rhino is. Agreed. And then, and then you get the land Raider Proteus, which is a unit that like not a ton of people are using. Right. And so how do you kind of shake out and kind of drive down that Spartan meta? You do it by packing a fucking land Raider in the box. Yeah. Right. I mean, purely thinking from my perspective, that's what I would do. So, um, yeah. Well, I also I think the uh, Land Raider in 40k is going the way of the Dodo. Now, don't I don't know enough about 40k right now to even know what the meta is. But as far as I could tell, and what I've seen, and what I've been kind of hearing is Land Raiders aren't taken anymore. Well, I mean, I think part of that probably lays into like, oh, Primaris armies, but um, that's because the Primaris, from what I've understand based on Warhammer community articles I've seen, was that it was like fucking they were hand and above better than Space Marines, mm-hmm. and so now, because I remember everyone losing their mind about this first, they call them firstborn Space Marines, yeah, um, are now two wounds in okay. 40k so now like all of a sudden all those things that you had before you could use right so i mean they're still selling razorbacks they're still selling like land raiders and stuff would still be used for like gray knights um mm-hmm. and uh you know like death watch and stuff and i'm pretty sure the custodes can, can use land raiders still yeah i think so as well right so i mean they're still there um they're they're web store only but um i i wouldn't assume that you'd get proteus uh, Proteus rules for 40k, but I don't know. Maybe you would. Um, I don't know. Anyways, I'd love to see it because I I built a like a heavy Land Raider Proteus list ages ago for Raven Guard and like fuck mm. fuck yeah man. Like I would switch to from decap strike to um, armored spearhead mm-hmm. in a heartbeat. I think you mean armored breakthrough. No, armored breakthrough is the one with predators. Oh yeah, yeah. Spearhead is everyone who can take a Rhino can take a Proteus instead. <sighs> Yeah. Right. And then yeah. I take like, uh, I'd probably I'd bring my more Dathan down to probably eight guys and put another Explorer Augury web in there, and have mm-hmm. my Seekers and my more Dathan with two Explorer Augury webs. Um, and then I don't know. I'd see what else I could fit in there with Explorer Augury webs. Probably take like, uh, actually I'd probably take like a support squad with like eight guys, mm-hmm. like plasma guns or something. Um. Or actually, maybe just Volkai chargers. 
just to keep the points down and yeah. then pack them and like pack them to eight guys and have them in there. Uh, and then phew, all of a sudden being 98% power armor ain't such a bad thing for me anymore. Um, plus I'm gonna mm-hmm. screw with all your reserves. <laughs> yeah, no, I hear you. Uh, I, I, this is, yeah. this is, this is intriguing because I mean, I am one starting an emperor's children army in 2021. Yeah. So getting self harvests in a plastic box set just is great and fantastic. And, and an updated version of the rules for age of darkness, which is needed. Obviously we've over the years found that, you know, the flaws and the, and the loopholes that people have been able to take. So I, I just tweaking it and fine tuning it is going to be great again. Maybe 2021 is going to be the year. Cause I, I've also heard people say that, you know, and this was in 2020, but obviously thing with everything that's going on right now, things probably got pushed back to 2021. But like, so I remember hearing this rumor that by the end of 2020, everyone's going to be playing Heresy. That was the rumor. That's what everyone kept saying. By the so, end of 2020, everyone's going to be playing Heresy. So yeah. maybe. What I heard was that like this box set was supposed to be like the big Christmas thing, like the big mm. um, like Q4 drop. Yeah. But they they ended up pushing it. And so that's why, like, we haven't heard, like, we haven't had, really had any heresy news. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but I'm also excited because I think a lot of people will buy it for, like, the Land Raider and the characters. And then they will oh, yeah. get their Mark Six, and I'll be right there to scoop them up. Scoop them up. <laughs> uh, see, I love Mark Six. I'm going to learn from my mistakes when it came to Kelf and Prospero Burns. And I'm buying more than just two or three. I'm going to buy a few. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to wait and see how many are in it. <laughs> see what's in it. Yeah, um, I want to see what's in it. And yeah, then I'll make so then, then I might put up like, might put up my old Raven Guard or something for sale or amalgamate my Mark IV into something maybe. Or I don't know. Maybe I'll just keep them. Um, keep those ones for Rhinos and put Mark VI ones inside the the Land Raiders or something. I, I don't know. Um, oh. Get some drop pods maybe. But yeah. I don't know. I'm, I might I'm, disassemble I'm... my recon team and just mix in like some crouching legs here and there, mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. to like mix it up, just to give them like some dynamic poses. Mm-hmm. Unless maybe there's some crouching ones in there. <sighs> some dynamic Which... guys would be cool. Yeah, because I mean, like, I would have loved to have done the Raven Guard in all Mark Six, but like, holy fuck, that that would bleed me dry. Oh yeah. Um, so I only, you know, I only, I only bought like I think fifteen or twenty because you mm-hmm. buy them in like sets of five. Yeah, and then you still got to get bolters for them. Um, yeah, oh yeah, it gets expensive. Yeah, uh, and I I, I I would love to. Um, um, I would love to get umbra pattern bolters on there too. Like I don't know, just because it looks different, and I like mm-hmm. umbra pattern bolters. But yeah, if I can get like Umbra Pattern Bolters and Mark Six, I'll be on Cloud Nine. Hopefully, the other character is more of like a generic character. So yeah, you can use them for. Mm-hmm. Um, but I assume that it'll probably be like I don't know, Malgurs the Twisted or something. Somebody mm-hmm. on somebody on the other side, or I don't know, uh, maybe Lucius. Maybe they'll drop a Lucius or something. Yeah, unfortunately, Lucius doesn't have rules. Well, that'll change if they do quarterly releases with like codex type stuff. Oh, that'd be so fucking like that. Yeah. That's one thing I am excited for. Yeah, I do. Um, I do hope they kind of move to that. Like, 
getting new units and new updates and like like i love the release schedule for necromanda it fucking gives me something to get excited about mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and there are like little campaign elements and like things that you can do to like spice up how you're playing and there are things that you don't have to use but yeah like i'm excited to see what's in the book of artifice and maybe they'll give us like you know because i mean it's kind of the other thing in the black books right like i mean how many times do you have to completely re-engineer a campaign system yeah exactly right um and maybe that's why book nine was so small so i i don't know maybe we'll get one more black book maybe they will round it out to 10 because i know they want to do like the dark mechanicum and stuff but maybe they don't have a way to like fit it into the story or something Mm. right and so now they can just drop like here's dark mechanicum in a codex yeah right and then they don't have to write a whole bunch of background story for it just to make it make sense and put it just to have the army yeah yeah and then maybe we'll actually get things like plastic kit rules and stuff in there like skitari rules and Mm -hmm. which i'd love i would love skitari rules came out for mechanicum um you know or or like a full militia list or whatever who knows like honestly i mean the sky's the limit like they could do they could do anything i i do hope that they still you know offer like uh black book style um for things like campaign books hopefully yeah. they do you know they do something that looks like that just so that way i can keep the collection flowing but i mean beggars can't be choosers in in reality like i don't think you can be upset about a business decision um hmm. that's only going to result in us getting like, more content like, yeah fucking man i'll trade i'll trade the black books for a plastic kit any day because oh, it's yeah. that we've got you know a price point for people to come into it um, yeah, I, I think I, a store and guys are like, these look awesome. And then they look, go home, look up the price and they're like, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing, like like a plastic kit or plastic kits or, you know, just even a starter set would get more people into the hobby. And I think I think I think that's one of the things that, that when we start, we started really seeing a surge in people playing heresy was when Betrayal of Health first came out because it gave a cheap way to get mass amounts of Marines and Terminators. You had get the box set and you got enough Marines and a dreadnought and a Terminator and five Terminators so that you could at least play a smaller game. And then you're like, oh, okay, well I'm going to go into forge roll. Oh, maybe, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll buy, you know, a uh, predator or maybe I'll buy a laser vindicator, or, you know, like, you know, and then you could slowly add to your army. You didn't have to have this massive amount dropped right just to get the troops. Cause yeah. like you said, getting yeah. Mark six with the, the bolters and everything separate was just like, it, I, I, and that's when I started, like I was buying like Mark three Marines and then buying the bolters. It took me forever to get anything resembled an army because yeah. it was so expensive. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I mean, this is like, this is when I Horus came out with the Centurion rule set. Like they came up with this that way. It's like, okay, what can you play in a meaningful game with just like a Kalth box? Yeah. And that's it. That's Centurion. Right. And I like, I'd rather, I'd rather have something that resembles Kalth than Prospero, even though I did like that it was Mark three in Prospero. And I did mm. prefer, like, I do prefer Taurus Terminators, um, to Cataphracti in terms of mm. look. Um, but I mean, not everyone's going to be able to use the sisters of silence that are in there and the yeah. custodians that are in there. Right. So you had a lot of people trying to sell them off or whatever, and it just felt like lost value, I think. Um, I but if you get something like a nice box set like this, like you're off to the races. And then at that point, you know, I mean, you'd be able to probably build some guys with missile launchers or something that can deal with that, that Proteus. And the mm. Proteus isn't super overpowered anyway. I mean, it's no. two Laz cannon shots. 
I mean, the only thing it's got is it's 14 armor, but at this point in time, we've got... But it's only two last cannon shots. Like, you could just ignore it, realistically. And, I mean, if you've got two guys matched off with just that box set, assuming, of course, that the plastic Proteus is in there, mm-hmm. you know, you, you, those Proteuses are just going to be firing at each other anyway. Yeah. Um. So, you know, the points move. And then even after that point, like, what's it really going to do to you? Like, it might kill... On its best day, it's going to kill two guys a turn. Yeah. Um, so you're looking at a total of 12 guys it's going to kill. Yeah, exactly. Like once the other Proteus is gone. So like, you know, it's, it's not something scary. Um, I don't think it's a game breaking thing at all. Right. Um, but it's going to have a transport capacity of 10. So um, it won't be an assault vehicle, but you yep. guys can get out, shoot a bunch of stuff. So like great opportunity to make seekers like seekers mm-hmm. are awesome for mark six like if, you, if you're running sons of horus or something or alpha legion or if you've wanted to start an alpha legion or raven guard force like mm-hmm. fucking this would be an ideal box set for that and i could fucking finally have the the raven guards i've always wanted mm-hmm. um or maybe give me some drop pods uh, some heresy drop pods or something i don't know um the regular See- drop pod is fine uh, but i need to get some for whenever we get around to istvan five Hmm. Well, see, for like, um, I just, I, I, like the the sky's the limit if they were to do this. Like, I, I could see them doing like a drop for like, um, Age of Darkness version two along with this box set. It'd be a, it, it would, you know, not p- bundling them together, but dropping them at the same time. It, it would, it would boost heresy so much. Like, I think you, I think you just have this like resurgence of people coming back to heresy you know over this i mean i mean me and you have never really left the heresy but there's guys who've trickled away and walked away and started getting back into 40k and whatnot but yeah and they want to come back but yeah they want to come back but like uh, uh, you know they're worried about the power creep or whatever and uh, you know kind of not a hard reset but like a reset like here's some updated rules here's a new box set Go hard. I bet you Forge World would see massive sales. That's what, how I see it. I mean, yeah, yeah, I, yeah I exactly. Mean, and I mean, at the end of the day, like money going to Forge World still goes to GW. So, um, you know, and, and I'm pretty sure, actually, if I jump over to the Forge World website, like I think you can get um, like the other box game things uh, as the box sets, but maybe I'm wrong. Um you used to be able to. I don't think you can get that now. Like, I don't think you can get the box sets uh, for Necromunda, but they used to sell them uh, on the website as well, right? So you could get, like, you get a little pack um, that had, you know, if you wanted Escher, I think you could mm. get it with, like, the Escher um, models or some, or the Escher upgrade kits, right? Um, and I think Blood Bowl used to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, if you click on Blood Bowl, it takes you to the main GW page. If you click on it at the bottom. Oh, actually, never mind. These are external links specifically for Games Workshop. I'm not paying attention. Mm. Um, yeah, those are the box games on Games Workshop, right? So, uh, like Adeptus Titanicus, the Horus Heresy, like that's the same thing. Yeah. Right? So, like you know, maybe they'll roll the Horus Heresy kind of over from being Forge World exclusively into being kind of a GW specialist games type hybrid, mm-hmm. like these games are. And I think all you're going to see is just more support from that at that point, because then they're going to have regular GW people having to put work in on models and stuff like that too. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
and then you've got your character series and your special upgrade characters and everything else coming through the specialist games division, which would take some of the pressure off there. Again, speaking purely from a business perspective, mm-hmm. that's a smart move. Because, um, I mean, how many 3D modelers and things like that must GW have to constantly be pumping out content for Necromunda and uh, Blood Bowl and Middle Earth and all that other crap, right? Um, Age of Sigmar, like... They've got to have a whole fucking team of guys that could easily just start picking stuff up for plastics, mm. for box set stuff. Uh, and then, yeah, do a first run of it on the Forge World store and then move it over to the boxed games section of uh, Games Workshop. Yeah. Right? Because, um, like, Necromunda is in the boxed games, but, it, you know, it's it's played on a board or on the tiles that come in the thing or in his own mortalis yeah uh or in this you know it's got all these different rules like uh same with titanicus like titanicus hasn't even played on a fucking like on a cardboard board it doesn't come with anything it comes with some terrain but you still have to build a whole terrain table for it to Mm -hmm. play you know at but it's Mm -hmm. still it falls under the box game section so i i don't know man i think i think it's a smart business decision that's only going to result in kind of more wins for everybody obviously not everyone's going to be happy about it but um you know you're going to get people that you know would prefer to have the black books but i'd rather have quarterly quarterly um releases because then i know every quarter i'm going to get something yeah and i'm going to get something cool well i mean i the the black books and I, i think a lot of people well, one, we all love them for the amount of content they have in them. That's one of the things we love about them. But that content takes a massive amount of time to, to produce. To produce, yeah. yep. and that's what's slowing this down. I think. I think that's one of the things that slows heresy down, just in general, and its popularity is, you know, there's this long, massive gap between one book to the next book, and like, like I was waiting for eight years for rules for my Dark Angels. Yeah, eight fucking years. You know, and I think that I, I was able to obviously find other armies to do, yeah. but I that could have been one like you're waiting and you're waiting and you're waiting and, and finally you're just like ah, I'm just not gonna play, you know. And I think if you're if this content's coming out, you know, quarterly, I think you're gonna see a lot more people playing Heresy. Yep, and it's good. You're gonna get a bump every time that that quarterly release comes around. You're gonna get mm. people that are gonna get excited and buy new shit and mm. and uh, get into it or get back into it. Um, and you're going to see those bumps in popularity that come with it, which yeah. is going to be good for us because we'll just, you know, we'll get more people. And, and again, if there if this is a box set that, you know, there's truth to this rumor and we get to see it, it's going to create, again, that lower purchasing point where guys mm. are going to come in. And then, we you know, we can have Centurion or we can play Deception, which is basically Centurion with one light tank. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, the Proteus is a little bit heavier than a light tank, but whatever, it's one Proteus, like, it's not going to ruin your game. Mm. Right? But it... I, I I would like that. I think like if you played that in a dense dense thing in terrain, like in a city fight or something, mm-hmm. like again, it looks cool, but it's going to behave a lot more like a tank would in kind of a real fight where it's like okay, it's got a specific purpose, but one tank isn't going to be like oh my god, my entire fucking like force that I brought is fucked. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, it might be tough to deal with it, but that's where you know you get it. If I'm thinking of like the scene in Saving Private Ryan where they make sticky bombs out of socks, <laughs> like you just got to get one sergeant in there with a lucky melta bomb, um, you know, have him hide in an ambush inside the ruins, and then he charges out, slaps it on there because 
you know, if, if unless that Proteus is looking directly at him from far enough back, he's not going to be able to shoot both last cannons at the guys in there. And even mm. if he did, he's realistically on like, even if he's just lucky, he's only going to kill one of them. Um, because it's not going to pour over in all these excess wounds. And then pff, your guys charge out. Yeah, they lose one guy coming out of the building to a last cannon shot, but then they get on there and they just have the one guy slap a fucking melt-a-bomb to it, and maybe it blows up or loses a wound, and then it drives backwards, and now all of a sudden, like, it becomes a whole different whole different game. Yeah. And, and it becomes a, you know, I don't know, a lot more entertaining, I think, and a lot more cinematic. Because then you're trying to get your other guys to kind of handle it while you've got one unit trying to get rid of this fucking dog. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, I hope it comes out. I'll buy I, I, two, I, two to three, and then I'll use them all up. Well, do you uh, think? Do you think? Do you think they will have maybe, being that they've obviously seen there's a massive uh, market for a design for smaller games for Heresy. Do you think they'll this box set will have rules for a smaller? It would probably uh, just have the deception rules, I would assume. Okay. But yeah, maybe. Because um, the deception rules are in book eight, I believe. And mm. they're basically Centurion rules, but with one light tank. Mm. Right. Um, so, like, yeah, if you played it like 18, 50 points or something, it'd be fine. Um, but yeah, I mean, I assume it'll make games around 1,500 to 1,750 points, probably per mm-hmm. side right so it'll be like one commander which i mean let's be real salt harvest is like centuring level he's like delgatus level yeah oh yeah uh, he's not he's not praetor level yeah yeah he's maybe a little bit better than a delgatus but you know and who knows maybe i don't know like maybe they won't call it betrayal at kelth or whatever but maybe they'll just call the game like i don't know the horus heresy um <laughs> 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 i was trying to come up with something creative but i think i'm getting get tired um yeah you know or maybe they'll they'll just brand it and be like oh intense battles in the age of darkness well i mean the only time will tell at this point i think i think yeah yeah. i'm I'm excited hey like it's only three months at the latest if it comes out q1 hopefully Uh, it's coming out q1 i don't don't i would assume that this announcement would probably come out like Christmas. Cause I think they gave like an announcement for something last year. They were like, Hey, Merry Christmas. Here's like a bunch of good news. <laughs> um, I would be happy with that Christmas gift. Just, just knowing that there's some goodies coming on, coming in, in quarter one of the new year. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah. And, and then, like I said, I, I would prefer quarterly releases because uh, like we currently don't do a new stuff segment, which fucking we probably should. But it's so hard to keep up with like n- new releases. OK, cool. There's some, I don't know, good to bad war bats and uh, Blood Bowl Zote. And then on mm-hmm. the reorders, there's the Adeptus Titanicus um, Knight Atropos, which like, all right, cool. I like baby knights and adeptus titanicus i guess but mm-hmm. i don't love titanicus enough to really care about it i mean other than that like what was the last thing the horus heresy had as new there's the, like a fucking new section like um well it, was, it would have been section which is uh i guess a lot of world eaters dreadnoughts are being bought well book nine would have been the last thing and that a lot was of leviathans no they had they i think the deathwing companions came out after that oh yeah they right right they um dimas pattern rhinos are selling pretty hot right now Greater Demon of Slanesh is selling pretty hot, so that's cool. Hmm. Some Slanesh demons out there. Sanguinius 
he's back in stock, so he's selling. Deathsworn uh, pack. Those are good models. I like them. Um, a lot of custodial stuff is being bought, but I think they recently had some kind of a bump in 40K, 40K. or something. So like uh, Contemptor, the Telamon, the Venatari, and the Aqualon Terminators. Mm. And then yeah, uh, Assault Squads. That would make sense if Sanguinius is selling quite a bit. Guys doing uh, stuff like that. Yeah, a bunch more fucking custodian stuff. The associated weapons for Contempt or Dreadnoughts mm-hmm. to go on that World Eater, I guess. Um, oh, Mark V Assault Squads are sold out. Temporary, temporarily out of stock. Mm-hmm. Don't chicken little over it. They're not sold out. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm, I don't just mean you. I mean everybody. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, and then the Shield and Board Contemptor and Rogel Dorn are also temporarily out of stock. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, the Storm Cannon for the Leviathan. I think that's an underrated choice. If I ever buy a Leviathan, I'm going to have a Storm Cannon on it. Two Storm Cannons. Maybe two. We'll see. I was just going to do one and maybe like the Snippy Claw. Blood Angels, two Storm Cannons, two Assault nipple, assault Cannon Nipples. That's a lot of fire. Yeah, that's a lot of DACA, yeah. Fuck. That's move a over, lot. Move over that's There's a lot of DACA. <laughs> Short range, but a lot of DACA. 24 inches on the Storm Cannon? I believe so. I think, yeah, 24 inches on the Storm yeah. Cannon. But, I mean, it's like fucking a quad Storm Cannon or something. I don't know. It's a lot of shots, but... Mm-hmm. I, I think it's 16 shots altogether. Four from each uh, storm cannon and then four from each nipple. Assault, nipple. So eight, 16 shots. Like it's a lot of firepower and it's all AP3 or, you know, it's going to F things up. Yeah. You know, it'd be real wild though is if I, you know, I'm totally wrong on this and Tarvitz isn't plastic, mm. but they do like Siege of Terra out of this fucking box set. That'd be cool. That'd be interesting. Um, who knows? Who knows? Only time will tell. Only and time I will tell. Can't wait. I'll be pushing <laughs> denim the whole time. <laughs> Pitching a tent. Yeah. Uh, my pants will be two inches shorter right up until that box set comes out, <laughs> and then for two weeks after that. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, right on. Uh, cool. Anything else on your end, buddy? No, I think this is. I think it's time to wrap up. 2020 right on okay um cool uh i know um miles also was like hey do you have any cool strats for seekers and i don't know i thought i did but i thought that they also had like a pseudo nuncio box but they don't Mm. pseudo augury scanner so i gotta think more on that maybe i'll come back in the new year with a an interesting idea just to use them on their own but i mean otherwise i like i'm waiting for them um uh, I don't know. I got to check their. Actually, I got book nine here. I'm going to check that real quick. There was something that. Because I had a chat back and forth with somebody online. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, you're right. These aren't regular jet bikes. Um, but I think it might actually have. Oh, list editions. Here we go. Skyseeker. The Space Marine S Talk jet bike. Space Marine S Talk jet bike follows the standard rules for jet bikes. Mm-hmm. found in the horse heresy rule book note that the benefit to the rider's toughness is already included so they would be a two plus save then because the jet bike rules say that it confers like a two plus save and relentless mm-hmm. and all sorts of other stuff in there right but it doesn't say plus one toughness the toughness is always on the thing because um 
where is my other which is like i don't know why even fucking include that then <laughs> would be my question but mm-hmm. that's a land raider sky slayer like yeah um, I don't know. It says in the Age of Darkness rulebooks. I have that. The Sky Slayer does say two plus in their profile. This is very confusing. Um, I don't have my books. I do. Here. No, I, I, I'm looking them up. Um, jet bikes are on page 64. I don't know. I could have just been lied to the last time I played against a jet bike. Uh, bikes and jet bikes. Jet bikes. Jet bikes can move over all models. Jet bikes cannot in their moves. Uh, bikes and jet bikes of the Hammer of Wrath. Jank, Relentless, and very bulky. No, yeah. So, I don't know. Somebody, You know what? I think the guy that I was playing against was probably just using fucking Battle Scribe rules. Mm. Battle scribe says all that crap in there. So yeah, no, they they are still just like a three a three inch, but I'm assuming that means that they're smaller as well. Could be, yeah. So I hope so. Um because I'd love to do like a cool bike. I'd love to like work them into my ravens. Mm-hmm. Um but yep. Um I'll think about that. Uh cool. So uh yeah, Unreal um unrealwargamingstudios.co.uk check them out for bases they're pretty mm-hmm. sick um, yes. as always uh, check out Little Legend Studios and his Patreon and his Instagram mm-hmm. um, and uh, is there anyone else we need to shout out I think that was all we kind of talked about yeah we didn't go can't in. shout out my rumor source so I can't <laughs> can't give out my CI no uh, no confidential informant <laughs> and uh yeah cool um and then scott martin again go with orbital assault buy some drop pods yes um, agreed and then uh yeah people will be like what's happening i thought i was playing fucking imperial fists yeah where's the gun line this isn't Love stone it. gauntlet what's happening <laughs> why are they already in my back line why am i getting blasted away with mass reactive shells um <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe also work in like a Zyphon or something. Um, no, Storm you... Eagle, maybe Fire Raptor. I don't know. <laughs> um, it's got to start in reserve. So you can, you can also, uh, or no, that's Hammerfall. It has to start in reserve. But yeah, um, or fucking be real meta and get like a Cestus Assault Ram and just have it run into things. That'd be great. Um, that'd be cool. Uh, you can only fit 10 Terminators in there. Uh, you can fit 10 regular guys in there, too. Um, mm-hmm. No Primarchs, though. You can't put Dorn in there. No. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I like using the Storm Eagle because then I can put a Primarch in it and pretend like it's a Thunderhawk. That's just me. Uh, cool. Check us out on Instagram at uh, the DAB Podcast. Check us out on Facebook, DAB Podcast. Uh, that'd be facebook.com slash dab podcast Mm -hmm. uh and then if you want to email us for a listener list or um anything to chat about 
uh, hit us up in an email at, uh, or not at, um, sorry, deathandbetrayal at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, as well, uh, don't forget the hobby sabbatical, hashtag hobby sabbatical that you should have already put your pledge in at this point. Yeah. Um, Two days ago. Yeah. But uh, yeah, um, keep up on that and make sure you put your progress pictures and your finished pictures, finished pictures up. Um, by January 15th and then mm-hmm. we'll, we'll do the draw on January 15th mm-hmm. um, and uh, I think that's it um, alright so you know what to do keep those Geller fields up yeah, take care guys fucking thing sucks we'll do it live